Welcome to TED Talk. It's great to have you here. Thank you for joining me. My name is Jennifer and welcome to the mess that is my mind. <laughs> as much as I'd like to come on and be like, oh my God, we had a great week. The weather got nicer. We did this, we did that. We did all that, but we also had a shit week, okay? We had one of those weeks where I was not in the mood to do anything. Everything went wrong. I, you know, I, I did do some really great things, but also there was one day this week where I just woke up and I chose controversial. I just woke up and I chose to insert myself in a world, in a worldly issue that does not involve me. Although I am a citizen of this earth, uh, this certain religious geographical toss-up over, over land, uh, me, me commenting on Bella Hadid's photo uh, and just saying, hey Bella, this ain't it, sweetie, you're only causing more divide, that led to a day's worth of hate in my DMs, people harassing me online. Like, I, I never... I have never been one to put myself out there on social media. I mean, you're like, Jennifer, you're doing it right now. What the fuck are you talking about? You're literally lying to my earlobe. Well, no. <laughs> there was a certain time of life where I was like, I don't want to be perceived. I don't want to be on Instagram. I don't want to be on whatever. I, I don't give a shit about other people's opinions. Still holds true. But I really genuinely, truly did not give a shit about putting myself out there on social media and taking up any sort of space in that realm. Times have changed. Not that you're irrelevant if you don't, but I think, um, you know, I've said this on a previous podcast, if you're not making your way in the media space, um, I hope whatever you're doing brings you a lot of joy because, I, if yeah, the media space has so much potential and I think it's the future of, of work and entertainment and... Yeah, there's always going to be the traditional ways of reading a book or creating art, but you have to be open-minded to accept the changes that are going to occur in the world of work, in, in the world of art, in whatever sector. You know, technology and, and media is going to slowly but surely seep into every single crevice. So, uh, you know, if I could go back in time and be like, hey, Jennifer, hey, little 15, 16, 17-year-old self, um, you know, you don't have to be afraid of social media. Like, I love your sense of... Indiv in I love that you have a sense of individuality, and I love that you have a sense of, you know, not needing to, to be like everyone else in that sense, but it would do no harm to, you know, start to have a social media following or, you know... Anyway, the... Th the youth now don't really, you know, need to hear that. The youth now are like, but my whole life is on social media. I, like, it's pathetic if you have less than a thousand followers or whatever. I just, I shouldn't speak for them, but they've, they've got social media under control. They don't need somebody like me who's, you know, I sort of have fallen into that generation of, you know, we, like, I, I didn't even have cable television. I had bunny ears or, like, the antennas to, uh, I'd have to adjust those to get one of three channels, TVO Kids, Global Television, or CTV. That was it. I literally had three channels. <laughs> so I, you know, that I just, I remember even in grade seven and eight, in 2007 and 2008, 
I would adjust the bunny ears perfectly in hopes that I could see So You Think You Can Dance or watching, you know, growing up I'd watch American Idol or whatever the primetime TV shows were on CTV. I just, that's that was my shit because I had nothing else. I didn't have Family Channel. I couldn't keep up with the Kardashians as much as I wanted to, probably for the best. I, um, yeah, I was like out riding my bike, jumping on my trampoline and, uh, when the streetlights came on, I knew I would have to get home to adjust the bunny ears that I could watch. So you think you can dance or American Idol or whatever, whatever the show was in the eight o'clock, nine o'clock time slot on CTV in the good old days, in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in this generation where we were like, okay, we don't quite have the internet, like we had dial-up internet, or like, you know, Neopets, Webkins, Farmville, like those were all the main reasons why I would go on the internet, <laughs> like Barbie.com, you know, it wasn't really essential, like I wasn't really dying to get on, um, you know, like I know MSN was super big for people when we were, like for my age group when we were younger, and, uh, and I did have MSN, I just didn't have my own computer, and I lived with my grandma at the time, who, you know, she had heavy use of the computer as a court reporter, so I would, it just, it was never, it was never my thing. Like, I, I really don't now know how to put it, other than just how I was raised was not to give a shit about social media, TV, whatever. I, I didn't give a shit. I was just being a child, <laughs> young adolescent. But in this day and age, people have the internet right from when they're born. They're like on an iPad, learning how to read, learning how to connect the dots via the internet and an iPad right from the jump. And it's so concerning that they, that children don't, I don't, the majority, I don't think, have the liberty to have that freedom and just develop their mind the way that, it, without those influences. But, I mean, if I had a kid in this day and age, who am I to say I wouldn't shove an iPad in front of their face and just hope for the best, that I could get some peace of mind and some quiet? I mean... I mean, let's let's be real. Like, I have no patience. I probably would be like, okay, whatever gadget you want just to shut you up, sure. Here, have it. I don't care. <laughs> no. I, I'd like to think I'd be a little bit more like my mom in that sense, or my aunt, or my grandma, even the women who raised me. Uh, you know, I didn't have a whole... Like, I had a Game Boy that I would play with as I would fall asleep every single night. I had a Game Boy Advance SP... So I, you know, I had the light in it so I could play it in my bed in the dark, you know, bring it on camping trips, this and that. I, I got an, iP an iPod Nano, a purple iPod Nano. I think I was in grade seven, 2007. Like I, I lived so long without needing these devices, the devices that I now rely on solely and the devices that the younger generation has has never had to go without. Point being, you know, it took my time to figure out how I wanted to interact with social media. I, you know, I, I, I come and I go, but I made a big mistake the other morning when I commented under Bella Hadid's Instagram photo when she was very clearly, you know, 
defending her people and her country and her religion. Um, you know, everyone has their right to, to an opinion and, and to defend their point. That, that wasn't what I was saying. But I, I was, as much as she was doing that herself, I was, I was going to do my own thing. So my comment was, hey, Bella, this, this ain't it. This is actually only adding to the, to the lucrative divide of, of people. You know, I, I've mentioned before, you know, BLM only caused more racism. It's, it's true. And the division that is just being hammered into us every single day, what, even here in Toronto, like this whole weekend, we've had major protests, Israel-Palestine protests. There's people fighting in the streets and uh it's just really intense there's like just a a really intense energy and um and uh yeah I found myself having a moment this week where I just was not in line with my with my true self I chose I woke up I chose controversial I inserted myself into a space where I just didn't need to be didn't belong um, my intentions were, were pure and my intentions were nothing but the best thing of just sort of saying, Hey, like this is just adding more fuel to the fire. Um, the fire that we're all trying to put out. So like, why are we, you know, my intentions were, 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 uh, good, but not met very nicely so yeah it was it took me out of my zone to just receive a bunch of like hate mail from like all of these cowardly instagram accounts um yeah but lesson learned i suppose you know i it's so hard because yes ignorance is bliss ignorance doesn't really make that much of a difference but when me trying to maybe in like not the most efficient way make a difference like just backfires and makes me feel like I never want to share my opinion ever again I've healed from that day I, you know we can move on I will continue to share my opinion but yeah I just lesson learned I'm gonna focus on what I can control the matters that don't directly affect me but I really want peace for the entire world and I just want peace for Peace for my city, peace for the people, peace for the nation, peace for the globe. World peace, okay? I just want world peace. <laughs> but I don't know if I can really give that to you. But I'm just going to try and comment on Bella Hadid's Instagram pictures until I bring world peace. Between that and this podcast, hopefully I'm bringing somebody some peace. And if it's just me bringing myself some peace, well, peace be with you. But yeah, going on that, it's just sort of, we're in a time right now with, with cancel culture, especially this, C Candace Owens says woke-topia, which is my new favorite way to describe this state of the world, woke-topia. And, and yeah, during, during this cancel culture, culture era, is it even worth sharing your opinion? It is, it is, because living to your authentic truth is in my in my opinion the meaning of life making yourself happy and living your authentic truth and if your authentic truth is spreading your truth um y you should feel free to be able to do that without anybody 
coming at you and canceling you and trying to take away your livelihood and just totally fuck you up the ass. Like, we need to give people the space to figure themselves out, see what works, see what they like doing, see what they enjoy getting feedback from. We, we need to allow areas for people to to live their authentic truth. Because if we don't, what the fuck is the purpose of life? God, it's so... It's wild. It's wild. Living young, wild, and free. But how wild can we be in Woketopia? Not too fucking wild. It's not that I look up to Candace Owens. It's not that I look up to Kylie Jenner. But my role model is, like, somewhere in the middle there. Candace Owens meets Kylie Jenner. Who is that? Who is that? I need to put some thought into that. Maybe I can do some digging. Because I I know I follow some girls on social media that are just so... Fucking sexy. Fucking educated. Articulate. And just... Just everything that I know I am and I strive to be and and grow into as I grow older. But yeah, it is worth to continue to share your opinions, but just when you do it, um, just know that in this day and age, it's such a scary thing to do. And you don't have to respond to the hate. Like, I didn't respond to a single comment where it was like, oh, I hope, like, your family perishes and I hope you suffer pain and just, like, you know, you don't have to respond to the hate. (laughs) You don't, you know, but putting yourself out there, just know that you kind of, in a sense, are, are putting yourself out there to, to gather some. You don't have to accept it, but it will come your way. Just like with the love and the people that agree with your opinions, so will the hate. And yeah, you don't have to focus on the hate. Obviously, I have been focusing on the hate, but you can choose to focus on the good. And I lived my authentic truth that day by saying, Hey, Bella, this ain't it. This is causing more divide. This is adding fuel to the fire, and I think you should check yourself. But but you do you. You do you. Anyway... I've quit smoking for the second time, and hopefully the final time. Cigarettes are highly addictive, we all know that. I'm pretty sure they're just as, if not more addictive than heroin. One of the most addictive things to be addicted to is nicotine. How many times can she say addicted? I'm a dick, I'm addicted to you. So addictive. I love smoking. I don't think I will ever not love smoking. But I can remember last summer when I hadn't smoked for years. I was running, biking. I was in the best shape of my life. And I would, I remember just every, you know, and I still had a full-time job and I was thriving in a pandemic this time last year. You know, I would make time to get out there and get some physical exercise, go on a 30k, 30 kilometer bike ride after a full day's work, you know, have a shower. I felt so, I felt so good. And then I, and then I'd be walking my dog and I just remember feeling so 
like just breathing felt so good walking in the sun felt so good and I just felt so healthy and nothing beats that feeling of feeling healthy and I don't want to take my health for granted so as much as I love smoking and the act of smoking and the the look of smoking and just everything that is smoking a cigarette what I love more than that is the feeling of feeling healthy and the thought of being 50 years old, 60 years, 60 years old and looking like a fucking babe, looking like a prime, a prime time television show on CTV back in 2008. That's what I want to look like. No, I just want to look like I've taken care of myself and that I gave a shit about my health and that I'm like, glowing and carefree and whatever that's what I want and I can give that to myself I just can't like be smoking on a cigarette every single day as much as I love it it's also gross it sucks it really brings no benefit I would rather smoke a joint which brings me into the point that I don't know why I ever thought I would quit smoking weed Joey Diaz said this on his podcast and I relate to I love I love that man I love Joey Diaz so much and his podcast he's been podcasting for so long but but Joey's joint is oh it gets it gets me through it gets me through and and especially this past week I I really needed I really needed a couple uh, a couple check-ins with my uncle Joey so but one of the check-ins it's it's a little eerie how his topics and the context of content of his podcast really just align and speak to directly with what I need that day. But the previous one this week, he was talking about just marijuana culture and how it's a clarity drug, how it saved him, you know, in different times of his life. If he didn't have marijuana, he didn't know how he would have gone through to the next stage. And I related to that so much because without even without even realizing it marijuana just really took took a took a role in my life it it is a being it is it is a thing in my life that stumbled in to my life like yeah it was my first my first boyfriend who i was dating like yeah we, you know we like we smoked three buckets on you know during lunch hour and uh and i was just off my off my everything. I didn't even, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what time was the whole, the whole thing about getting high for your first time. And, uh, and I, I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm going to smoke this every day. This is like, oh my God. It didn't bring me any clarity at the time, but it like just the, anyone who has smoked weed for a while, they know that there's a, those first initial times where you just get so high and like, it's, it's certainly, Sure, like a party drug or it gets you totally out of your, you know, out of your mind, really. But then it gets to a point where it just doesn't get you high in that sense anymore. It brings you a sense of clarity. You know, it's it's almost like a fixer-upper drug. That's what Joey was saying. It's It was his fixer-upper. You know, it's it, it, him finding that way to self-medicating or me finding that way to self-medicating it happened at a young age sure 
you know, maybe my brain wasn't fully developed, but maybe it was for the better because I, I didn't suppress any of the issues that I was trying to face, but I was able to simply just, just handle it and, and, and approach day-to-day life while going through the traumatics of it all. I was able to approach it with a fluid, more optimistic way than I would have naturally without the drug. And, and that's still the case to this day. I think it's, I'm just going through a relationship, like I'm going through a, you know, a process of, of not needing to smoke it until a certain time. Like I, you know, Joey even says now he smokes it in the evening or, you know, he's like maybe even four or 5 PM if, if I need to, otherwise he waits until, you know, in the evening when his family has gone to bed. And, and that's, you know, you just figure out what's good for you, right? Just like you figure out your proper dosage of things. You figure out what, you know, when and why and where and how long. And, and if you don't want to do it for your whole life, good for you. If you want to take some time off, amazing. If you want to do it 8 p.m. and that's it, good for you. If, you know, if it's just socially, whatever works, right? But I know I feel best when I don't smoke cigarettes, when I cut back on weed and I introduce it into my life truly just when I need it. Like I said, the clarity drug that, that saved me at a young age, I still, I still can use that for, uh, for its benefits because it doesn't, it doesn't get me to zone out. It gets me to feel relaxed, clear-minded. But yeah, it's not optimal if you need to be fully focused and present in the moment and time and focus on things that you might have, you know, if you're, if you're doing a major presentation for work or you have to do a test, like, yeah, you probably shouldn't be getting high right before, but that's just like me shifting into this like new stage of adulthood where I'm like, okay, yeah, let's smoke it before bed. You don't need to like do it all the time. You're not 14 years old going to math class to sit beside somebody who has traumatized you you can just like be chill and and use that shit when you need to truly nothing beats the feeling of feeling healthy and i know everyone says don't take your health for granted you know oftentimes it's when you when you're sick or you don't feel good that you're like oh if i could go back to the times when i felt better or when you know this pain or sickness wasn't bothering me well let this be a reminder me in your ear right now don't take that shit for granted. If you're doing, if you find yourself stuck in a habit of doing something that you really don't fuck with anymore, something that you really don't enjoy doing, take it, take it day by day, but just know it takes like three days. Truly. It's, I went to, for Mother's Day last Sunday, I, uh, I, I drove from Toronto to Kitchener. I, zoomed there and I watched the sunset on my mom's gravestone with my dog and I had a Cronenberg Blanc I poured a little out for her while we watched the sun go down it was gorgeous we we had a gray overcast week all week and then Mother's Day we just had a fucking gorgeous sunset and I hadn't smoked for a few days prior to that but I had a I had a cigarette when I left the cemetery and then that night, I had a cigarette on the balcony in my grandma's apartment. 
as I looked up at the sky, and, and I knew it was my last cigarette. Like, I don't, I don't need to smoke this anymore. This is bringing me, you know, <laughs> I, I hadn't smoked cigarettes for f four or five years, and I got into a major disagreement with my boyfriend at the time. I found out he had cheated on me. So I went and I bought a pack of cigarettes, and then I started sipping on some dark liquor on ice, something that I don't usually do at the time. I, You would not find me sipping on straight alcohol on, on the rocks. <laughs> but that evening had me wanting to smoke a cigarette and drink some, uh, some whiskey on the rocks. But uh, that'll be a story for another episode. <laughs> Anyways, I, I just, yeah, I, I didn't want to smoke cigarettes anymore, so I don't have to. I don't fucking have to. So... And maybe I will smoke a cigarette again, but I'm not going to get addicted. It's disgusting, it's a waste of your time and your money, and it's not good for your health, and you're going to look gross when you're older. So, uh, truthfully, why do people do it? I don't get it. Because of all the things that you miss, Jennifer. The vibe of it, the look of it, the taste of it, the, the activity of it, the escape of it, the release of it. The, I love just the act of smoking. But that's why I can go and smoke a joint and be fucking fine and happy and healthy. <laughs> oh, well, Jennifer, doesn't smoking a joint have a, as much chemicals as a cigarette? No, it doesn't. It does have some. I'm not denying the chemical balance in there. It does exist. But the chemical balance in a cigarette far, 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 far outweighs what is in Mother Nature's gift to us all. Cannabis, cannabis, marijuana, marijuana dope, 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 pot, pot. weed. <laughs> weed is a fixer-upper. Marijuana culture in general is just... I mean, I... The, the woman that raised me, like, literally grew pot in the backyard. You know? So, I just... She was always smoking pot. It was never a big thing in my family. They were, oh, you smoke weed, you smoke pot, so do the rest of us. We don't care. <laughs> I want to say I was 16 or 18. I, I think I want to say I was 16. One of my sisters like snuck a joint to me after a family get together. She's like, here, you might want this. She gave me a fat joint. I was like, oh my God, I've finally like crossed over to the side in my family. I'm like on the cool side. Cause you know, you're like a kid for so long and Everyone kept keeps viewing you as a kid. And of course I'm the kid who's, <clears throat> whose parents passed away and you know, it was, has so much, like, uh, you know, emotional, psychological damage, you know, I'm just, but no, like, I've, I don't know, in a sense, I've always been on the adult side of things, I'm, I've, I've been an old soul, I connect to older people, and, you know, I, as much as I'm, like, a, you know, child way of approaching and viewing life, I, you know, I'm just an old soul, and I connect with those that have been through shit, seen some, seen some, you know, they've got some time under their belt, they've seen some shit. Those are my people. But yeah, I quit smoking, I woke up, I chose to be controversial, I got some painting done this week, you know, it's been, it's been a good week, like I, with me quitting smoking, I'm just that much more, I'm just that much more focused on building up my stamina with the running, I went on my first bike ride of the season today, fucking 25 kilometers or something crazy i'm a beast i'm a fucking beast i'm the most boss ass bitch i know probably because i come from a long line of boss ass bitches but 
yeah, I never cease to amaze myself, especially when I, like, just quit smoking cigarettes and I can still, like, do 25k on a bike in, like, I don't even know, an hour and a half or an hour. I, I don't know. It was impressive. I impressed myself. I love myself. And that's all that matters. I also went to Toronto Islands, one of my favorite places. Had my first beach day, which was so necessary, just being out in the sun with sand up your coochie, coochie meow meow, having some cottage water, this like vodka soda stuff, it's called cottage water, I didn't know that, but it gets you so fucked up, keeps you hydrated, we had a fire on the beach, I got to wear a new bikini, it was a nude beach, there's just like all these like old retired men with their wrinkly junk hanging out, it it lifted my spirits, everything was droopy and saggy, but it lifted my spirits being there. It was so necessary. I went with uh, two close friends, Devin and Blair, and we just, we just shot the shit. We enjoyed ourselves. We took a little tiki taxi. The island just opened up. It's, it's about to be popping for the summer. You know, things are, things are still in lockdown. I wasn't gonna bring up lockdown, but here we are. It's kind of inevitable. You know, things are, one week we're like, okay, it's not looking too hot for Ontario. The next week it's like, okay, we've got amazing weather and everyone's getting vaccinated. Not me. I'm not brainwashed. But it's just this energy. This energy is like we're all fighting in the streets. There's absolute turmoil, but also hot girl summer, but also people are still living in fear, but also we can't live in fear because the weather is nice now, so we have to, like, live it up. It's just, it's just a lot. (laughs) Focus on what you can control, that's what I always say. I had to, I had to give myself a few days this week to just feel low, like, genuinely pretty low. Like, if I'm, you know, just now here reflecting on my week, it was very up and down. I had a great day, a shitty day, a really great day, a really fucking shitty day where I stayed in bed and just received nothing but hate mail. Um, you know, then the day after that, I just felt super low. It's, it's just been, if it's not a rapid decline, it's like a manic decent day. So that's where I'm at right now. But with the weather getting a little nicer, it just, uh, yeah, it lifts everybody's spirits. Please go be nice to one another. Don't put yourself out there on social media unless you're willing to uh, just accept all the emotions that come with it. All right, guys, thank you for listening to The Mess That Is My Mind this week. I really appreciate you being here. You know the drill. Follow us on socials, subscribe on YouTube, rate us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. This has been TikTok episode 15. Episode 15. 15 weeks of consistency 15 weeks of consistency, 15 weeks of me just looking a little bit more ridiculous than I did 15 weeks ago because nobody really knew this side of me. But that's okay. I'm enjoying being vulnerable on the internet and seeing what is to come of it. I will see you guys next week. Peace and love. And uh, just make a healthy decision for yourself. All right? Do it for me. Do it for you. Do it for the next generation that we hopefully (laughs) have, uh, you know, 
cleared up a little bit of this uh, societal divide because we, we deserve to like, we deserve to be old vibey grandparents in a, in a groovy ass world filled with love and no more division and coronavirus. <laughs> Peace and love to all. See you next week. Mwah.